Our Russia editor Steve Rosenberg traveled to the Belarusian capital Minsk and was one of only a handful of journalists allowed to speak with Mr. Lukashenko. And Steve joins us live now. Steve, over to you. Yes, Clive, this was a, an extraordinary press conference. Uh, Alexander Lukashenko went from moments of charm. Uh, great to see you, Steve, he said. You're looking young and healthy. So it went from that to moments of nuclear sabre-rattling too. But, of course, the central focus of this event was the drama that had taken place in Russia, the Wagner mutiny and the fate of Yevgeny Prigozhin. There are still so many questions about the Russian rebellion. Would he have the answers? The leader of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, had brokered the agreement that ended the mutiny. So we're told. Under a deal with the Kremlin, Wagner mercenary chief Yevgeny Prigozhin was supposed to move here to Belarus with some of his fighters. But no sign yet. As of this morning, the Wagner fighters, and very serious ones, are still in the camps they'd withdrawn to after fighting in Bakhmut. As for Yevgeny Prigozhin, he's in St. Petersburg. Or maybe he flew to Moscow this morning, or somewhere else. But he's not in Belarus. Yevgeny Prigozhin hasn't been seen in public for days. Although we have seen inside what is purported to be his St. Petersburg mansion. These images leaked online, reportedly taken during a raid by Russian security services. They show weapons, gold bars and lots of wigs. I ask Mr Lukashenko, if the Wagner leader and his group do move here, would he let them use Belarusian territory to attack Ukraine and destabilize other countries in the region? Steve, we've never attacked anyone, and we're not intending to. And no one will use our territory to attack anyone. But if there's an act of aggression against us, we will respond. And if Wagner are here, then they, just like the Belarusian army, will defend our interests. Ever since the Wagner mutiny, the main question we've been asking is, what on earth is going on? And nearly two weeks on, we still don't know. The deal that had been announced was pretty clear. Yevgeny Prigozhin goes to Belarus, and Wagner fighters who want to join him also go to Belarus. But we see no sign of that. From mutiny to missiles, and the Russian nuclear warheads, the Kremlin says it's moving to Belarus. Would Mr Lukashenko have a say in whether to launch them? I remind him, recently you said, God forbid I should have to take the decision to use nuclear weapons. Joe Biden could say the same. And Prime Minister Sunak. But these aren't your weapons, they're Russian ones. It's not your decision to take. In Ukraine, a whole army is fighting with foreign weapons, with NATO weapons, because they've run out of their own. So why can't I fight with someone else's? But these are nuclear, we're not talking pistols. Yes, nuclear. Their weapons too. And make sure you mention we're talking about tactical nuclear weapons here. The logic of a leader who, with an iron fist and the Kremlin's backing, 
has held power for nearly 30 years. Steve Rosenberg, BBC News, Minsk. So what of the thousands of mercenaries from the Wagner Group who have been fighting in Ukraine? Who's commanding them now? Well, our security correspondent Gordon Carrera joins me now from Kiev. Gordon, um, what's the view there on the fate of Prigozhin and indeed the fate of the fighters who are under his command? Well, the view from a stormy Kiev tonight is that the exact whereabouts and the wigs of Evgeny Prigozhin are something of a sideshow, a distraction. That's not to say there's not concern about his Wagner mercenary force. That force was very effective in helping the Russians take the town of Bakhmut after a long, hard-fought battle. They then retreated and handed it over to regular Russian forces. But where those Wagner forces are now, how many of them are in Ukraine, how many are over the border in Russia, how many have gone to Belarus, that's not clear, nor is it clear what will happen to them next. That, like so much of this tale, remains murky. The focus here in Kyiv is on the war. There was a significant missile strike way out in the west at Lviv last night, which killed now six people, we understand, a long way from the front lines. Meanwhile, on the front lines, the Ukrainian counteroffensive is still making slow progress, probing those heavy Russian defences, looking for a spot where they might try and break through. And finally, the focus here really is on a NATO summit next week and the attempt to secure more guarantees from the allies of both weapons and ammunition and perhaps future, future NATO membership. That's the focus here tonight.